Well, hey there, my name is Eric Gray, and I'm the Young Adult and Family Minister here at the Regency Church of Christ. I just want to take a minute and say thank you for checking out this message. If you're ever in the Mobile area, we'd love for you to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. And to find out more information about Regency or to listen to other messages from this series, we'd love for you to check out our website at regencycc.org. And we're praying that this message will help you grow closer to Jesus. Well, certainly good to see everyone. And I think our theme for June has been a good one as far as the new normal, because I think we all are experiencing a new kind of normal in our lives. And there are a number of significant walks in the Bible the walk of Abraham to Mount Moriah to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice. There's that liberating walk of Moses leading the children of Israel through the Red Sea. That walk around the walls of Jericho. Saul's interrupted walk on the road to Damascus. Jesus' walk to Calvary. But this morning, I want us to consider a walk by a man named Peter. Now, would you think it would be normal to stay in the boat? Yes, I would think that would be the normal thing to do. But we're going to be looking at a new normal here when we look at this story of Peter uh, walking on the water. I want us to begin by reading some verses from Matthew chapter 14, and I'll start at verse 22. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he sent the crowds away. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain himself to pray, and when it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long distance from the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. There are voices in our world telling us to be careful, to take it easy, don't take any risk. We call that living by sight and not living by faith. Now, this walk of faith does not guarantee continuous fair weather. There will be storms. Times when the walk will be challenging. Is the walk challenging in this day and time? I believe we would all agree that it is indeed a challenging. But I believe we all want to live that kind of life characterized by faith. What does it mean to step out in faith? For one thing, it means a revision of sight. We begin to see things differently. We begin to see the possibility of our friends and neighbors being receptive to the gospel. We begin to see Regency reaching out and impacting our city. A second thing is a revival of faith. I have a feeling Peter was never the same after this experience. Once you get out there and depend on God to come through for you when you cannot do it on your own, You're never the same. And finally, it's a refusal of the status quo. There were 11 men in the boat who were saying, with the way things were, 11 men were saying, don't rock the boat, don't get out of the boat, come will or woe, our status is quo. 
Notice in the text that sometimes the call to step out in faith comes in the midst of darkness and trouble. Matthew 14 at 24 and 25, but the hour was already a long, or but the boat was already a long distance from the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. The fourth watch is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And in the midst of that dark hour, when fatigue had perhaps set in and doubts had begun to come into their minds, at that point, Jesus comes and says to Peter, step out in faith. You may be going through some difficult times, and God may be saying to you, step out and trust me to make the difference. And remember that when God calls us to step out, it's not to endanger us, but to enlarge us. He wants us to step out and trust Him in areas where we haven't trusted Him before because He wants to enlarge our faith. And then Peter's desire to be with Jesus surpassed his fear of failure. Peter could have done a little analysis. I grew up on the Sea of Galilee. I fished these waters all my life, and I know that it will not hold the weight of human being. If I step out, I'm going to go down like a rock. But rather than dwell on the fear of failure, Peter had the desire to be out there with Jesus. When our desire to be with Jesus is greater than anything in the world, we will go a long way in combating fear. But then Peter's faith failure was really eye failure. Verse 28 of Matthew 14, Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Peter was doing well, walking with his eyes fixed on Jesus. Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And let us not forget that when we begin to sink, God is there to rescue us. Matthew 14, 31, Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? What does this walk of faith require? Number one, a walk of confidence as we walk with the Lord. We cannot always see what lies ahead, but we have the confidence that God walks with us. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. And the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses. 
and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known. What confidence we can draw that God walks with us when we walk with him by faith. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, For this reason I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. A walk of confidence. Number two, it's a walk of concentration. We must stay focused. We must keep our eyes on Jesus. Now, there are a lot of things that come into our lives that can take our focus away. Fear, disillusionment, disappointment, death of a loved one, discouragement. We all have them. But let me encourage all of us that whatever comes into your life, don't lose your focus. I've always liked the chorus of the song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of the earth will go strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. It's a walk of concentration. And number three, it's a walk of commitment. Commitment is an absolute imperative ingredient of walking by faith. And the life he calls us is one of complete and total dedication and surrender to him. In Luke chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said, And he was saying to them all, If anyone wishes to come after me, He must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Remember, the cost is high, the cost is daily, and the cost is personal. So this walk of faith means facing your fears and choosing not to let fear have the last word. This walk of faith means discovering and embracing God's call to walk in confidence, in concentration, and commitment. And this walk of faith means experiencing the power of God in your life to do something that you would not be capable of doing on your own. Let me ask a very important question. What's your boat? Your boat is whatever represents safety and security to you apart from God Himself. Your boat is whatever you are tempted to put your trust in, especially when life gets a little bit stormy. Your boat is whatever keeps you so comfortable that you don't want to give it up even if it keeps you from joining Jesus on the waves. So I think the challenge of this passage here in Matthew 14 is for us to step out in faith, to get out of the boat, to get out of our our comfort zone, to maybe experience a new kind of normal. And I think we all are challenged to do that by this uh, tremendous uh, passage here in Matthew uh, chapter 14. 
But certainly we have to remember that God is there with us at all times. We're going to fail. We're going to fall. But God is there to help pick us up. And we do have the help of one another. So I don't know what that may mean for each one of us here this morning. What it might mean for you to to step out of of your boat. To step out of your comfort zone. uh, To experience a a new kind of, of normal. But I just want to assure us that just as Peter really responded initially to the call of Jesus to step out. And I think we really have to really give Peter credit for his willingness to step out of the boat at that time. But then we also have to remember that once we step out, that we've got to keep our eyes always focused on Jesus. And so whatever it may mean for each one of us this morning to step out, I hope that you will be willing to step out in faith and trust Jesus to help you, to take care of you, and to be there with you at all times. And so if you need to step out in faith this morning, if you need to step out and respond to the gospel of Christ through faith, repentance, and baptism, if you need to come back to Him and rededicate your life, I hope this will be the time that you are willing to take that significant step and to keep your eyes at all times on Jesus.